recording. Yeah. Oh, I might actually pack a lunch tonight. I want to start doing that. Just because I waste too much money eating food downtown. Makes sense. Uh, just so you know, uh, he was the guy who wrote Go Cubs Go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? Yeah. Apparently we have a Steve Goodman day. I didn't know that. It's October 5th. Is it what we missed? We... A month and a half. Yeah, Pat Quinn decided it was Steve Goodman Day. <laughs> you know what's the longest we've just started going on a tangent, like, before our podcast? Like, before we just kind of go into, like, the actual... Like, before I give the intro and then we go into the topics. No, I don't know how long. Um, Do you, do you want to set the record at a minute? I mean, we maybe we'll try and beat it later up. on. Uh, sure. All right, I think that's a pretty reasonable thing to do. Makes sense to me. He went from Hi, he went to I'm scared that's what's <laughs> <laughs> a minute exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm scoot that's poop. Today is Sunday the thirteenth. Very probably listening to this on Monday the fourteenth. Alright, we got um uh, a couple stories for you today. I guess. Uh, I think I make at least one allergy noise an episode. Another cool trend there. Very cool. Um. So yeah, the the Mercedes AMG one. You know that that little car, the the F one powered crazy thing. Yeah. Speaking well, of F one, we'll get to that. Maybe. That's uh, no, I, I want to talk about it at least. Mercedes took uh that thing to the Nurburgring to set some some lap records. You know now. They did, in fact, set the production car lap record at 6 minutes, 35 seconds, 0.183 milliseconds. Now, uh, that did beat the previous lap record by 8 seconds, but it did actually dramatically underperform expectations, partially due to the fact that the track was wet and partially due to the fact that Mercedes only actually got 4 laps. They only they only took mm. 4 laps to, to test it out on. Um getting the driver to feel for the thing. So I honestly think this lap record should be closer into like the 620s. Who's their driver? I'm curious. It was a dude. Um, I don't remember. He's a guy who races on the Nürburgring a lot, but he's not like a famous driver. Like, Uh, I I don't know the Nürburgring community. No, the way the Nürburgring works is like, because it's such a scuffed, devilish track i mean there's a reason it's called the green hell um if you don't have a driver who's driven on the nurburgring doesn't matter how good of a driver you have you could have lewis hamilton or max verstappen the guy who knows the nurburgring will still be faster no i I believe that there 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 are drivers whose driving crews are dedicated to the nurburgring there really are i mean with a good reason it's a legendary track but anyway yeah um, there are drivers whose careers are dedicated to Le Mans, but that's, that's a not as challenging of a track. That's just kind of glory. Yeah. Anyway. Um, speaking of glory, Porsche is coming out soon with a new Macon. Of course, that is the uh, smaller of the two SUVs, if I'm correct, or the bigger. I don't know. I don't care. Um, so this uh, new 2024 vehicle... Uh, which they have announced some details on, but we'll announce more in the future. And there are pictures that are kind of obscured, I guess. I don't know, they're doing the thing that the one rolls did. 
uh, where they're like half covering it up and you can kind of see it a little bit. Anyway, so this 2024 Macon has 603 horsepower with a 100 kilowatt hour battery, uh, makes 738 pound feet of torque, uh, and they um, claim that it'll be able to charge from 5 to 80% in under 25 minutes thanks to an 800 volt electrical system. And of course, it is on the famous Volkswagen PP platform. That, of course, spelled PPE. No, it's Just, the PP platform. Yeah, it is the PP platform, but it's spelled PPE, you know? Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is most definitely a Porsche SUV. I can't wait to be walking across the street in downtown Chicago and then get run over by one. As you do. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Renault. You know, th those French people. Never heard of them. No, I haven't either. Um, <clears throat> well... I have heard of Alpine because yeah, you know, well, oh, Alpine, I know Alpine. Yeah, exactly. They, they, I think they're the performance division of Renault, but uh, Renault said uh, that Alpine will no, be of Gordini. the United States with two uh, larger vehicle, two larger EVs. Now, I don't think they specified that these will be SUVs. However, there's a very good chance that at least one of them will be. Uh, because that's really the only reason you come to the U.S. market is if you want to sell SUVs. They're apparently the only thing that sell good here anymore. I don't know why. It's kind of sad. Uh, I mean, it's not true trucks. Okay, yeah, but they're not making a truck. <laughs> the I'm French. surprised minivans don't sell anymore, because, like... Uh, yeah, there was a phase. It's literally like a, like... See, but here's the thing, though. The a SUV without a slimmed yeah. back. Yeah, but the SUV took over the minivan market, and it's like, who knows? Well, it's also like they have crossover SUVs now that are literally just sedans that are, like, thicker. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Who it, knows? It, the term SUV quite literally has more, uh, more power to it now. I don't think anybody knows what it means anymore. <laughs> Speaking of uh, no one knows what it would have, uh, Buick, the famous Chinese luxury brand, um, has is coming up with a new ultra luxury century. Now, we all know the famous Buick Century uh, is perhaps one of their top models, uh, selling as a sedan here in the States, famously. Uh, actually, I've heard that they're pretty good sleeper cars, uh, used ones, anyways. Uh, but they are officially going to be coming back in china as a minivan ultra luxury minivan sliding above their already existing gl8 uh car which um most definitely a vehicle uh and a, a little snippet of text here the century can be had in either a four or six seat layout covered with napa leather uh rear seats offer 18-way adjustments five independent heating zones uh, and a massaging function, as well as extendable footrests that are heated. And then I didn't type this down as well, but it also has a partition with a screen on it, and the entire back looks like a theater, at least if you get the four-seater version. And you can have all of this starting around $74,500, so you don't have all of it. But if you do want all of it, you can get it for the low, low price of $97,000 in uh, current exchange rates, which is actually beautiful pricing 
Uh, problem is China. So, yep. Yeah, uh, not getting. If anything, if anything, okay, America won't get this, but if we do, it'll be a Cadillac. Uh, I guess. Anyway, uh, BMW, their uh, new class platform, which of course is their new EV platform, is supposedly going to support vehicles up to 1,341 horsepower. Now, you're probably thinking, now that's a really strange number to have, you know? It's like, where where, where does that number come from? And to be honest, I have no clue. <laughs> I would assume it would just be they extracted the most power that they could out of the system, and that's what they got up to. Yeah, it's basically... They take four of their most powerful motors and you strap them on it, and that's how much power it makes. Um, which makes sense, I guess. But I don't. I don't know. It, it feels like it feels strange to just reveal this kind of information without anything else with it. They also did say that it'll support battery capacities anywhere between 75 and 150 kilowatt hours which is you know fine 150 kilowatt hours will get you a lot of range uh but still i i it just feels like such a strange thing to announce i don't know it's not really relevant i don't know why we covered it <laughs> why we you chose that article oh, i know <laughs> okay well moving on a topic that Moving on to another car, it's a bit more relevant and more people want to hear about the new Honda Accord. Yeah, very cool. It is most definitely a car. Um, Honda really strived to make this one a car. Um, it looks like an if Accord. You, if you look at it, at certain angles, it really looks like a car. Uh, you open up the uh, engine, the new hybrid system that goes with it, and you go, yep, this is definitely how you move a car. Yep. The interior really uh, gives the emotions of a car. Uh, and then oh, I actually was lucky enough to test this car, and I could... Uh, Where are you? I 100% I 100, I 100 stand by all the statements. It is 100% a car, and it could be one of the most cars of all time. I am willing to put it on that list. How much power? I don't know. I didn't write that down. The only number that I did write down is that it's $28,000, which is definitely the price, I think, fitting of a car. So, uh, apparently it has the same horsepower and torque as the last gen, even though they made the engine smaller. The most car of all it time. It has a CVT on it! It's the Why? most car of all time. Why do they keep doing this? <laughs> Why do car companies keep thinking it's acceptable to put a freaking CVT in a car? It's not. It's a god-awful way to transmit For listeners that don't know, and me, what is a CVT? A CVT is this thing called a continuously variable transmission. Now, you're probably wondering, how do you do that? Because, like, gears, you know, have set gear ratios. You don't have gears. What you have is two pulleys connected by a big belt that has clutch things on it is clutch elements now the biggest issue with this is it means your transmission is now constantly wearing and you pretty much have to replace it at a hundred thousand miles you don't have a choice it also means that your drivetrain efficiency is garbage which means 
despite the fact that you're getting better fuel efficiency overall, you're causing more wear on your transmission, and you're having a more expensive, harder-to-service vehicle as a result. And, uh... I don't know why they keep making these things. The I think the only reason is because it's slightly cheaper to produce for them. Well, okay, and that's 100% it means, the reason. And it means that they can charge more for service at their dealerships because your transmission will break at some point. You just named beautiful reasons. <laughs> like, if, I, if, if I'm running a car company today, you just convinced me. I know, and that's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> anyway... Um... Isn't capitalism such a beautiful thing? It is. So, you know what speaking else? Speaking of capitalism. Yeah. Bosch has agreed to pay $25 million in a, a, a fines in the state of California in Wait relation a minute. That's to not capitalism. That's socialism. You yucky. scandal. <laughs> yucky. Now, of course, this is because Bosch developed the software that was used by Volkswagen to do Dieselgate. Like, they, they made the software. Um, but Well, no, Bosch, they didn't know also told Volkswagen that use of the software was illegal. Oh, and then they... Volkswagen did it anyway. <laughs> Which is Listen. why Volkswagen got the half a billion dollar fine. And Bosch, by the way, this is not the only fine Bosch has paid in relation to this scandal. It's just one of the latest ones. But uh, this is why Bosch's fines are lower than Volkswagen's. Because, I... of course, they told Volkswagen, hey, this is illegal. Don't use this. And they did anyway. <laughs> As you do. So, yeah. I think the, Germans the real criminal in this whole uh, Dieselgate story is the Ford Motor Company. Uh, you know what's really interesting? What? You just named one of the U.S. companies that wasn't involved. However, <laughs> Chrysler was. <laughs> Listen. Shut up. So, yeah. speaking of Chrysler... Air is the new uh, Posh uh, brand coming from a famous car designer, Hazim Nada. Uh, and he sees that the electrification of the car is coming. Uh, so him and his Italian brand, Airy, uh <laughs> are going to start up, uh, but they're going to do it in a very Apple way. And that's according to them. What they're going to do is they're going to outsource. Want to be like Apple? I don't know. He's going to outsource all of the parts for the car, uh, have them pretty much assembled by someone else. So he's not going to even have a factory, and then they will be the merchants of this car on name brand alone. I mean, admittedly, that is how quite a few cars operate right now. Well, and yes, as they said it's a smart idea. If you have name brand recognition, Evra does not. Yeah. And also, that's not how you pronounce it. But I refuse to pronounce them properly because I don't want to give them name brand recognition. But I, note I that if you're stupid like me, you could legitimately look at this word and try and pronounce it. Evra. Honestly, I don't even know how you're supposed to pronounce this correctly. I don't either. I think it's Italian. Let me check. I, I like, I, I don't know. <laughs> It's just such a terrible word. But I will shout them out just because I'm... Oh, please don't. Anyway, uh, Tesla has lost EV market share in California, and it is now at the lowest point it's been since 2018. Now, uh, 
you could probably assume what's causing this. And of course, Elon Musk is not doing them any favors, uh, especially with the controversy around his Twitter purchase and how well that's going. Um, yeah, uh, I would I would leave Twitter if I were you. Anyway, um, it's kind of interesting to see how. I I would have left it before. As soon as Tesla has real competition, I I mean, first of all, it makes sense that the market share is decreasing. There are a lot more EVs out there than there have been. But uh, when Tesla, like, first started, it's they pretty much had no competition. So (sighs) what Elon did is he took Tesla, which was terrible, sorry, uh, Twitter, which was terrible, and made it a different kind of terrible. No, he just made it a worse kind of terrible. It, it was no, it was terrible before. Uh, yeah, but also having to pay eight dollars, uh, having an option to pay to get a verified thing is kind of really dumb. <laughs> according uh, just, to him, according, according to him, you could do that before. It's just now it was under the table before, and I'm shaking my hands, which means that I'm being Can sarcastic. We just we just go on a side tangent for a second. Um, <laughs> if you some, some mad lad went out there, made a Twitter account in the name of like a big corporation, <laughs> paid to have it verified, and <laughs> tweeted out that their insulin was now free <laughs> and crashed their, their market value. <laughs> it was actually amazing. Not, not. The hero we not the hero we deserve, the one we needed. Yeah. Uh, uh there was no, a, another one that I saw was someone was doing like uh CTA because I saw that one on the news. Someone mm-hmm. had the verified CTA account. That's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> insulin is free. Yeah. Um so Glasgow is a city in Scotland. Yes. In Glasgow, there's some mad lads attempting to develop a uh, hydrogen uh, truck, or as they call it, over uh, across the pond. Whatever the hell you So, um, they have a little mini version, a little cute five-ton technology demonstration. Um, But it's a hint at the planned 40-ton zero-emission hydrogen vehicle. Um, I am looking forward to how this uh, project continues. As you guys know, I uh, have a kink for hydrogen-powered vehicles um, and want to see them completely destroy uh, lithium-ion batteries. My wrist just cracked, and it hurt a lot more than normal for some reason. Um, yeah, this is a... I don't have too much on this one. It is most definitely a developing story. Uh, I don't even know the name of the company. I will actually source that real fast. But yeah, definitely we'll keep updated on this one. Did you uh, know the United States passport has electronics in it? Uh, so in fact, the name of the company is in fact just Hydrogen Vehicle Systems or HSV or HVS. That's <laughs> easy enough. All right, what were you saying? <laughs> the the United States passport has electronics inside. I, I think just, I did actually. Just reading the back of my passport, and it says this document contains sensitive electronics for best performance. Do not bend. Nice. You should <laughs> bend it. Great plan. It'd be uh, funny. So the Justice Department, the old DOJ, 
uh, has shut down a massive catalytic converter theft ring uh, that was uh, across nine states, maybe 13. I don't remember how many states it was. It was a lot. Catholic. Uh, because they're Catholic. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, are you not familiar with the old Catholic converter? <laughs> the Catholic converter theft yeah. ring? Yeah, it's called... Um, uh, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, it's all right. I'm Catholic anyway. Uh, right, well, thank you to the DOJ for uh, doing that, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, the ring was responsible for over uh, $550 million of stolen catalytic converters. Uh, there were 13 defendants in total that they are charging. Uh, wow, that's more than two. Yeah, it was a lot of people. Um it was kind of ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't even. I, I. It's just. I really hope these people go to jail for a long time. <laughs> well, speaking of going to jail for a long time, uh, Max Amelia Verstappen is an F one driver for Red Bull. <laughs> uh, yep. no, uh, not and, not gonna and, advocate for that. And Jos, Jos Verstappen is a domestic abuser. <laughs> <laughs> four times. Was it anyway, four or three? I don't want to get that. I right. don't know. Might as well uh, be a bunch because you know. Anyway, but congrats to uh, 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 Russell on his win. Ferrari did not deserve the result they got. They messed up too many times to get the result they got. Yep. Um. Oh, by the way, I was wrong. It was twenty-one people, not thirteen. Sorry. I missed the number. Uh, and I was wrong too. It was only three times. Very cool. Um, but yeah, they uh, it's a bit spicy. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was definitely a very good race. If you haven't seen it, I do highly recommend watching it, even with uh the uh, if you can. Or even just the highlights, even with the spoilers I've already given. Because it was just a crazy race with a lot of chaos from start to finish. Honestly, uh, really ridiculous. A lot of passes. <laughs> a lot of, uh, even a lot of passes at the not favorite passing spot. Like a lot, like in the second sector. Yeah, it was Well, weird. a lot more than normal, which is like five, but that's still a lot. I mean, yeah. They... It was an abs- it was a, cr- I think, if anything, bold think... claim here. Yeah. I think that race could very well be a vision into next year. I hope what so. What next year might look like. I hope so. God, that was crazy. And by it, that I mean Mercedes dominating again. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> Mercedes dominating. Ferrari having the pace, but somehow just failing. <laughs> yeah. Watch I them mean... not fire Bonotto after this year. God. They it's... probably won't. It's so embarrassing. It's like, how how do you, just how? I I don't get it. Speaking of uh, how, uh, by. <laughs> I was gonna.